Hello and welcome to the 215 Workman's Podcast. My name is Brother Robert Reynolds. I'm from KJB Right Division Radio in Lipa City, Batangas, Philippines. Thank you so very much for taking the time to be with me today to uh, hear this message that we have for you and pray that it's a blessing to you and a help to you. And pray that it helps you learn to rightly divide the word of truth. Amen. Alright, so uh, what I am going to do today is uh, I'm going to preach on first fruits of them that slept first fruits of them that slept so please go with me to first uh, corinthians chapter 15 and we will read verses 19 and 20 first corinthians 15 verses 19 to 20 All right, starting in verse 19 of 1 Corinthians 15. The Bible says this. If in this life only we have hope in Christ, we are of all men most miserable. And then verse 20. But now is Christ risen from the dead and become the first fruits of them that slept. So Jesus Christ was the first fruits of them that slept. Meaning that there were some that were brought back to life from the dead but Christ was the first fruits of those raised from the dead but would live forevermore all the rest had to die again at one uh, time or another But praise God, Jesus Christ lives forevermore. Amen. So let's take a look at his resurrection. Now, I want to mention really quickly here that you know many denominations including some Baptists teach that Christ was crucified on Good Friday and he rose on Sunday but that is not the case at all You can you cannot get three days and three nights from Friday afternoon when he died to Sunday morning. Three days and three nights. And remember that 
Jewish time is not our time. And Jewish time goes from 6 p.m. to 6 p.m. Our time is midnight to midnight. Alright, so Christ was crucified on a Wednesday. Amen. Now, let's go to uh, Matthew 28. Matthew 28. And uh, this is dealing with the crucifixion, or uh, not the crucifixion, um, the resurrection of Christ. Okay, so uh, Matthew chapter 28, and we'll read verses 1 to 15, and then we'll go over those. Alright, starting in verse 1, the King James Bible says this, In the end of the Sabbath, as it began to dawn toward the first day of the week, came Mary Magdalene and the other Mary to see the sepulcher. And behold, there was a great earthquake, for the angel of the Lord descended from heaven and came and rolled back the stone from the door and sat upon it. His countenance was like lightning, and his raiment white as snow. And for fear of him, the keepers did shake and become as dead men. And the angel answered and said unto the woman, Fear not ye, for I know that ye seek Jesus which was crucified. Verse 6, He is not here, for he is risen, as he said, Come see the place where the Lord lay, and go quickly and tell his disciples that he is risen from the dead, and behold, he goeth before you into Galilee. There shall ye see him, lo, I have told you. And they departed quickly from the sepulcher with fear and great joy, and did run to bring his disciples' word. And as they went to tell his disciples, behold, Jesus met them, saying, All hail! And they came and held him by the feet and worshipped him. Then said Jesus unto them, Be not afraid. Go tell my brethren that they go into Galilee, and there shall they see me. Now when they were going, behold, some of the watch came into the city and showed unto the chief priests all the things that were done. When they were assembled with the elders and had taken counsel, they gave large money unto the soldiers, saying, Say ye his disciples came by night and stole him away while we slept. And if this come to the governor's ears, we will persuade him and secure you. And then verse 15. So they took the money and did as they were taught. And this thing is commonly reported among the Jews until this day. Alright, so uh, first of all, women are the first to approach and discover the empty tomb. Verse 1. In the end of the Sabbath, as it began to dawn toward the first day of the week, came Mary Magdalene and the other Mary to see the sepulcher. So, 
Matthew records that two women came to the tomb that morning. Others came with them according to the other Gospels. You know, they were sad. They were defeated. They were discouraged. But what were those who came... What were they doing? Number one... Some came to see the sepulcher. In verse 1. In the end of the Sabbath, as it began to dawn toward the first day of the week, came Mary Magdalene and the other Mary to see the sepulcher. Number 2. Some came to labor. Look at Mark 16 verse 1. Mark 16, verse 1. And when the Sabbath was passed, Mary Magdalene and Mary, the mother of James and Salome, had bought sweet spices that they might come and anoint him. Alright, so some came to perform one last Labor of love for the Lord Jesus Christ. They came to anoint him. Amen. And then number three. Some came. To linger. John 20. John chapter 20. And verses 11. To 18. But Mary stood without at the sepulchre weeping. And as she wept, she stooped down and looked into the sepulchre. And seeth two angels in white sitting, the one at the head, the other at the feet, where the body of Jesus had lain. And they say unto her, Woman, why weepest thou? She saith unto them, Because they have taken them away. Um, she saith unto them, Because they have taken away my Lord, and I know not where they have laid him. When she, she had thus said, she turned herself back and saw Jesus standing, and knew not that it was Jesus. Jesus said unto her, Woman, why weepest thou? Whom seekest thou? She, supposing him to be the gardener, said unto him, Sir, if thou have borne him hence, Tell me where thou hast laid him, and I will take him away. Just said to her, Mary, she turned herself and, and said unto him, Rabbani, which is to say, Master. Just said to her, Touch me not, for I for am not yet for I am not yet ascended to my father. But go to my brethren and say unto them, I ascend unto my Father and your Father and to my God and your God. And then verse 18, Mary Magdalene came and told the disciples that she had seen the Lord and that he had spoken these things unto her. 
So Mary Magdalene lingered at the tomb. You know, she was once possessed with seven devils that the Lord cast out of her. Amen. She loved the Lord and her heart was broken. But she still came to worship and love Jesus. So, I ask you, can you identify with these ladies? Thank God for people who want to be near the Lord and want to love Him and worship Him. Amen. Praise God for that. Now, the very fact that the ladies found the tomb empty, it leads to the truth of Christ's resurrection. Because women in, in Jewish uh, custom they were classified as second-class citizens. And their testimonies were worthless. So, look at 1 Corinthians chapter 1. 1 Corinthians chapter 1 and let's read verses 26 to 31. I'll show you something here. Starting in verse 26. For ye see your calling brethren how that not many wise men after the flesh not many mighty uh, not many noble are called. But God hath chosen the foolish things of the world to confound the wise. And God hath chosen the weak things of the world to confound the things which are mighty. And base things of the world and things which are despised hath God chosen. Yea, and things which are not to bring to naught things that are. That no flesh should glory in his presence. But of him are ye in Christ Jesus, who of God has made unto us wisdom and righteousness and sanctification and redemption. Verse 31, that according as it is written, he that glorieth, let him glory in the Lord. So you see who God uses? The women, again, in Jewish custom, uh, were classified as you know second class citizens but God used these women amen praise God for that now number two God sent a messenger to proclaim 
the good news that Jesus was not dead but alive so let's look at the activity of the angel okay go back to Matthew 28 All right, so first of all, he rolled the stone away. So obstacle number one removed. All right, and that's found in verse 2 of chapter 28 in Matthew. And behold, there was a great earthquake, for the angel of the Lord descended from heaven. And came and rolled back the stone from the door. And sat. Upon it. Amen. So. The stone. Represented the finality of death, but the angel rolled it away. Not so that Jesus could get out. You know, Jesus, he could have walked through. The stone, and I'll show you something here in a minute. But he rolled it away so they would see that the tomb was empty. Now, I'm going to show you John chapter 20, verse 19. Look at this. John chapter 20, verse 19. Then the same day at evening, being the first day of the week, when the doors were shut, where the disciples were assembled for fear of the Jews, came Jesus and stood in the midst and said unto them peace be unto you notice that little nugget right there when the doors were shut came Jesus you see that when the doors were shut where the disciples were assembled for fear of the Jews came Jesus Jesus walked through those doors that were shut so he could have he could have gone right through that stone amen now another activity of this angel was this 
he removed the soldiers obstacle number two removed now let's see the chief the chief priests and Pharisees they were concerned that the prophecy of Jesus would come true and they placed guards at the tomb entrance and what happened when they saw the angel of the Lord they fainted verses 3 and 4 of Matthew 28 his countenance was like lightning and his raiment white as snow and for fear of him the keepers did shake and became as dead men so they they were you know afraid that this was going to come true and so they had these soldiers there now look at uh, Matthew 27 verses 62 to 66 now the next day that followed the day of the preparation the chief priests and Pharisees came together unto Pilate saying sir we remember that the dece that deceiver said while he was yet alive after three days I will rise again command therefore that the sepulcher be made sure until the third day lest his disciples came by night and steal him away and say unto the people he is risen from the dead so the last er error so the last error shall be worse than the first Pilate said to them ye have a watch go your way make it as sure as ye can verse 66 so they went and made the sepulchre sure sealing the stone and setting a watch The angel removed those soldiers. So another obstacle to faith had been removed. Also, he reminded them. Obstacle three removed. Verses five to seven. And the angel answer, uh, answered and said unto the woman, Fear not ye. For I know that ye seek Jesus which was crucified. He is not here. For he is risen. As he said, come see the place where the Lord lay. And go quickly and tell his disciples that he is risen from the dead. And behold, he goeth before you into Galilee. There shall ye see him. Lo, I have 
told you. So when the angel spoke to the women, the greatest obstacle was removed. Unbelief. His message inspired them to believe in the resurrection of Christ. And he reminded them of their past. Verse 5. And the, and the angel answered and said unto the woman, Fear ye not, for I know that ye seek Jesus, which was crucified. So they were reminded of the crucifixion of Christ. They didn't need it. But it was emphasized to bring to attention how important Christ's shedding of his precious blood and death were. He also reminded them of their present. Verse 6. He is not here for he is risen. As he said, come see the place where the Lord lay. The angel tells them that the Lord Jesus Christ is risen. Notice that. Verse 6, he is not here for he is risen. If he already rose from excuse me if he already rose from the dead why did the angel say is risen it is because Christ is always in the present tense he has no beginning and no ending. He is not here for he is risen. The greatest proclamation ever. You see Christ shedding of his blood. Perfect atonement for sin. But his resurrection gives life a dead savior cannot save anyone Christ the living savior offers salvation to all who will believe Amen. And he reminded them of the promise. Verse 6 as well. He is not here for he is risen as he said. Come see the place 
where the Lord lay. They were reminded that his resurrection should not have taken them by surprise. Christ said he would be resurrected. But they did not believe in a resurrected Savior. They did not understand it. Jews believe in the resurrection in the last days. Alright, first of all, look at Luke 18. Luke 18 verses 31 to 34. Then he took unto him the twelve and, and said unto them, Behold, we go unto up to Jerusalem and all things that were written by the prophet concerning the son of man shall be accomplished for he shall be delivered unto the Gentiles and shall be mocked and, and spitefully entreated and spitted on and they shall scourge him and put him to death and the third day he shall rise again now notice this in verse 34 and they understood none of these things and this saying was hid from them Neither knew they the things which were spoken. Now go to John chapter 11. John chapter 11 verses 23 to 26. Jesus said unto her, Thy brother shall rise again. Martha saith unto him, I know that he shall rise again in the resurrection at the last day. Just said unto her, I am the resurrection and the life. He that believeth in me, though he were dead, yet shall he live. And whosoever liveth and believeth in me shall never die. Believeth thou this? And let's read 27 as well. She said unto him, Yea, Lord, I believe that thou art the Christ, the Son of God, which should come into the world. Amen. Resurrection in the last day. That's what the Jews believed. Alright, and then he reminded them of the proof. Verse 6. He is not here, for he is risen, as he said, Come see the place where the Lord lay. The invitation was for them to look inside, to see that the tomb was empty. John records that the linen clothes that had been wrapped around Jesus' body were laying there like an empty cocoon. While the napkin about his face was folded in a place by itself. And that sight caused John to believe the resurrection. You know, the Jews, the Jews require a sign. 
1 Corinthians 1 22 but we the body of Christ the church we are to walk by faith and not by sight amen and so two reasons why the arrangement of the grave clothes is so important number one no sign of human involvement the robbers would not have done this right and number two as a ancient oriental custom of the napkin at mealtime if the man wadded up the napkin he was finished and would not be back if the napkin was folded it meant that he was stepping away but would be back how about that and then he reminded them of the plan verses 7 and 8 and go quickly and tell his disciples that he is risen from the dead and behold he goeth before you into Galilee there shall you see him lo I have told you and they departed quickly from the sepulchre with fear and great joy and did run to bring his disciples word so they were to go and share the good news of Christ's resurrection the disciples were about to receive good news Jesus Christ conquered death and is alive evermore praise God and you know what you and I should be doing we should be going out and telling people about the good news that Jesus Christ is risen need to tell them how to be saved so that they can spend eternity with Jesus Christ and not go to hell if we do not tell them who will right and then you have the appearances of the Savior look at verse 9 and as they went to tell his disciples behold Jesus met them saying all hail 
And they came and held him by the feet and worshipped him. He came to tell them personally so that they might know firsthand that he was alive. And then you have the adoration of the Lord. Verse 9. And as they went to tell his disciples, behold, Jesus met them, saying, All hail. And they came and held him by the feet and worshipped him. And then you have the assurance of the Lord. Verse 10. Then said Jesus unto them, Be not afraid. Go tell my brethren that they go into Galilee, and there shall they see me. Praise God. You know, you and I who are saved, one day, we will see the Lord as He is. And we will be with Him forever and ever. You know, only a living Lord can be present and give comfort and peace. Amen? And I got to go through this rather quickly, but lastly, you have the allegations of the enemy. So, not everyone that heard of Christ's resurrection was overjoyed. Some were trying to find ways around what had happened look at verse 11 now when they were going behold some of the watch came into the city and showed unto the chief priests all the things that were done so Jesus was truly alive and the Jews had a problem Jesus was right and they were wrong And remember this. Jesus Christ truly is the only way of salvation. John 14.6 And Jesus said unto him, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No man cometh unto the Father but by me. Right? And then you have the plan. Verses 12 and 13. And when they were assembled with the elders and had taken counsel, they gave large money unto the soldiers, saying, Say ye, his disciples came by night and stole him away while we slept. So the resurrection of Jesus Christ is a problem for a lot of people. The Jews made up lies to cover the truth. They chose to follow darkness instead of light. And then you have the perjury. Verses 14 and 15. 
And if this come to the governor's ears, we will persuade him and secure you. So they took the money and did as they were taught. And this saying is commonly reported among the Jews until this day. So they gave the Roman soldiers large amounts of money to lie and to say that someone had stolen the body of Jesus Christ. Now, I'm going to give you two theories that people come up with dealing with the resurrection of Jesus Christ. One is called the swoon theory. And it teaches that Jesus was not dead and that he was embalmed and survived, spent three days in a weakened state, and was able to roll the stone and went away and died in solitude. And then you have the wrong tomb theory. This teaches that everyone from the disciples, the ladies, the soldiers, they went to the wrong tomb. But don't you think that the Jews would have eventually figured it out? That they were at the wrong tomb and then find the right one? If that were actually true? So I'll say this and I'll be through. But why fight the truth? It takes a lot more faith to believe a lie than the truth. Amen? And now I want you to know that because Jesus Christ is risen, one day we who are saved by believing on the Lord Jesus Christ and trusting His death, burial, and resurrection, we will rise also. Amen. And we will be with the Lord forever and ever and ever. And we will be like Him. Praise God. Look at 1 Thessalonians chapter 4. This is the last. 1 Thessalonians chapter 4. Verses 13 to 17. But I would not have you to be ignorant, brethren, concerning them which are asleep, that ye sorrow not, even as others which have no hope. You see, we who are saved, we have the blessed hope. For if we believe that Jesus died and rose again, even so them also which sleep in Jesus will God bring with him. For this we say unto you by the word of the Lord. Do you believe the word of the Lord? 
that we which are alive and remain until the coming of the Lord shall not prevent them which are asleep. For the Lord himself shall descend from heaven with a shout, with the voice of the archangel, and with the trump of God, and the dead in Christ shall rise first. Then we which are alive and remain shall be caught up together with them in the clouds to meet the Lord in the air, and so shall we ever be with the Lord. And verse 18, notice this. Wherefore, comfort one another with these words. I'll read verse 18 again. And you take it all in. Amen. Ponder on this. Wherefore, comfort one another with these words. It's a comfort knowing that one day we're going to rise again and be with the Lord Jesus Christ. Those in the body of Christ, the church, will not go through one second of the seven-year tribulation period. Amen. And then everything that we go through here on this earth, it'll all be over. All the trials and tribulations we go through, the pain, the suffering, and everything, it'll all be over. And we'll be with the Lord forever. Praise God. Alright, so I will go ahead and, uh, and I will stop right there thank you so very much uh, for being with us uh, tonight thank you for your prayers for us our families our ministries until next time God bless you